I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. That's why the Rodriguez family is famous around town for shooting hoops upside down. They can dunk from downward dog, score three-pointers from crow pose, and make hook shots in headstands. With so many activities, programs, and classes at the Croc, you never know what you'll get into. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. 12 years I never expected it to turn out like this What up, what up, what up, what up, what up Welcome back ladies and gentlemen Good morning And thank you for rocking out with us While we got blessed and lifted Courtesy of Hardin. Uh It would have been on camera But it's like, why do you want to watch us smoke? You know what we're doing Shout out to uh, shout out to DJ Bonix, man. I know he he was DJing last night at Dre's. For, right, he hit me up for last Jeezy. night. Oh, word! Like, let me know late night too. Like, 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 like seven fifty. You know that's late for me. Yeah, and I hit him with the, bruh, You don't go on set till twelve, and then my man Jeezy, he don't go on till two a.m. Right. I gotta wake up at four thirty a.m. I wake just up ain't at happening. four. Yeah, it just ain't happening. Yeah. And, uh, now, if it was tonight, see, tonight would have been perfect. Mm. Go from Manuel to Dre's, to fuck with Bonix, and then I shit. But tonight, I think they, I think tonight they got Gucci Mane. Yeah, I was never a Gucci Mane fan. I think I he's think, back, man. Skinny Gucci's where it's at, bro. <sighs> Not not just Stilo now. He sounds nah. Less I mean, I got some stuffy. shit. Let me see what is in my li- in my playlist with Gucci. But not a lot, not a lot. Let me see. How do I do this? So, okay, so so he, I got him on some Kanye shit. Okay. Then I had that uh, the State versus Roderick Davis. I had that. So I had like three of his bodies of work. That's it. I wasn't big Gucci. And then there's, there's some uh, other features on some songs that I listened to. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah. a total of six. Let me see. Yeah, you missing a, yeah, you total missing a lot. Six. You missing a lot. But this is my library. Okay. I ain't really rock with him is what I'm saying. I'm more of a Jeezy. Nah, me too, honestly. And me too. you know, you know how it is. So we're going to have J.J. Mariano. He's from Reno, Nevada. Okay. And we actually watched this young man spar. Yes, yes, yes. 
And Canna probably will be releasing footage of this young man. Uh, not too... Man, I got to check what happened. I never sent that weed transfer to Canna. It kept... Uh, stopping. You know, we'd be busy on this stupid phone. See? That's hot. Try it again. Oh. Oh. May just have to cancel it and do That's it all crazy. over again. It's crazy. Oh, they tripping. That's shitty. Yeah. So we'll be having JJ Mariano on. Um, who did he spar? Yeah, cause he's I'm... gonna have to remind me. I seen him though. Okay. It might have been Gabriel Flores. It might have been. <sighs> I can't remember. He did all right, though. He did all right. Yesterday was pretty fun at Top Rank. Shout out to Frank. Yeah, shout out to Frank for sure. Mm-hmm. I see Miguel Diaz was in there. Jalen Phillips came in late, man. Wanted to see him work. Oh, we missed him? Mm. He came in. He, he came in. After we left. No, no, no. He was there, but it's like... he. You know how it is. He's there. He's getting ready. Nah, he's yeah, putting sure. on hand wraps. Ain't jump rope yet. So it's like, bro. George. Hell of shit I got to do. Yep. You mind zooming out a bit? Yeah, I, I get this. I get this. He's trying to make you the same size, man. Oh, so, you okay. don't be, so you don't feel small. He's trying to help you, bro. I'm trying to you know, feel skinnier, you know? <laughs> so if, if that's what you mean. If it's further small, out, you right. feel skinnier? Right, I don't look as big, maybe. Okay. You know, I don't know. I'm talking shit. I'm talking shit. But yeah, man, Ryan Garcia. Interesting topic. It's a this. It's a slow week. I get it, man. I oh, actually, I I really like this comeback, bro. I really like this comeback. Like, this is probably the only way a dude with no accolades could get at a dude that's so accomplished. You know, truth always hurts. This is the truth. Um, Ryan would body Matt, Matthew Hatton. So if that were the case, yeah, he'd be champion at 22. Um, Ryan ain't lying. He's in a division that he cannot just pick to fight Tank. He cannot just pick to fight Devin um, and get a title as easy as Canelo did. He could certainly say yes to a fight with Devin and Devin will take it. Right. With Tank and Tank will take it with anyone and they will take it because of what he represents. Um, but it's more that fight actually happening. But he's had those opportunities to be in place, Ness. But that's what he's saying. None of those men are Matthew Hatton. No, correct. Absolutely. Of course correct. I'm not a champion. I'm not fighting Matthew Hatton. I gotta get in there with Tank, Devin. Those are the names. You know what I'm saying? It's different. So I, I I like what he's just, you know, and again that's old Canelo, that's old Canelo. Let's be real, he he's taking a shot at old Canelo, uh, because since then obviously Canelo has accomplished and gone on to fight uh, way better fighters, but in principle, you know, in, for the purpose of the argument, he's right. He's not in the situation that Canelo was in. He doesn't have a barren division with a vacant title. You know? And and we all know how some feel about vacant titles. 
But now, you know, Ness, it kind of puts Ryan in in a position where he going to get criticized if he ever fights for a vacant title. Um, Not necessarily because we didn't criticize or, Shakur. Or, or not. You uh, see, there I'm are saying, certain saying, fans. No, no, no I'm saying me, against, against like a guy like that. Yeah, because there are certain fans that criticize certain vacant titles. You know, like when Danny fought Robert Guerrero. They like, yo, what's going on here? You know, um, I, I remember that fight. Um, I never, I never knew. Like, I never knew because I was always a Delorme fan. I was always a Delorme fan. He's Dominican. You know, he was born in San Martin, raised in Puerto Rico. He was a welterweight when he bust on the scene, and he was doing his thing. Typical Puerto Rican. Everybody thought he was like Tito Trinidad. And then it's like, oh wait, you're not really Puerto Rican. Like both your parents are Dominican. Okay, so that then I started to back up a little bit because he wasn't true to himself, and uh, he had the fight with Juan Carlos Abreu, who took his undefeated O at welterweight, knocked him out uh, on HBO. So that pushed him down to forty, and he did his thing at forty, no major names, and ended up in a vacant title shot with Terence Crawford. Uh, so I never knew till like a year ago. I just, he was always a good fighter to me and Terrence was always a good fighter to me. So I didn't know. Someone had super chatted or DM me like a year ago or sometime within a year. Like that was for vacant and we had to check. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Like Shakur Joette. We knew it was a vacant, but don't nobody discredit uh Shakur for that vacant title shot because Joette was a worthy opponent. And not just that, but people kind of felt, or some people at least, I felt like I felt like most people felt that Valdez didn't I want- wouldn't say most people because the casuals didn't know about what you're about to say. They just didn't. That was us. Only we knew he was avoiding. Only we knew he was moving up. Only we knew he was supposed to fight yeah, Shakur. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying- if if uh, I feel like if somebody is going to go as far as bring up the vacant title, mm-hmm. they know as much of how that title became vacant and what went on. You get what I'm saying? So it's like that's why I, the only reason I was gonna bring that up. But I mean, regardless, you're right though. That yeah. makes sense. So I'm like, unless you, they play, you know, stupid or ignorant, or whatever. I don't know. Right? No, for sure. But that's a that's you know that's a different story. But no, I mean, I'm just saying, if Ryan were to ever fight a Matthew Haddon-esque type of fighter, you know... Uh, At a, 135, who would be a vacant title Matthew Hatton type of fighter, in your opinion? Matthew Hatton. Let me pull up these rankings for you. And you can find those at theboxingvoice.com forward slash rankings, or just go to our home bar. Let me get a screen share. So no matter when you get to our site, this bar will always be here. So you can always just click rankings, and here they are. All the sanctioning bodies plus the ring. I'm still begging my guy to put the IBO. They hating on the IBO. I would love. I think it's more because he, I feel like if they add another row, I think it's going to fuck it up, you know. But I still want that IBO. Anyway, going to 135-pound division. Ryan sits at number five with the ring. And in the WBO, he is not ranked. 
Keep in mind, Ryan and Isaac Cruz, who is number three in the WBO, have been ordered to fight after Ryan's fight with Fortuna. Mm -hmm. So convenient, by the way. I, 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 I don't understand. Ryan is the only dude at 135 that's had that many fights ordered. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. Devin had one order. When he came back, he was ordered to do two mandatories, right? Cool. Ryan was ordered to fight Fortuna. Somehow that fell apart and he he got out of that. Ryan was also ordered to fight Campbell. Ryan was also ordered to fight JoJo. Now Ryan's also ordered to fight Isaac. Pretty weird. Pretty weird. I'm serious. Like, how many times has Tank been ordered? Tank was ordered to fight Roley. Was he 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 was not ordered to fight Leo? He did that. I mean, was there any other orders that you remember? No. Now there's rumors of a possibly of possibly uh Michelle Rivera being ordered as the interim. Or as the How the hell can we or, go back to interim? Or or what position is he in? He I don't not even number one. Look, it says right there he's number three. So maybe he was just promoting it for Tank's regular title then or something. I, I, it's that these kids are told certain things, like Lonnie B. Maybe Michelle was told, you beat this guy, you're next, you mm. know? And 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 obviously with, 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 with Floyd Mayweather saying, we're doing everything in-house. But moving forward, he is not ranked in the WBO from the looks of it. Rightfully so. He's number 10. Nah, should I say rightfully so? Let me see. Richard Comey has fought better people, plus was a world champion. I don't know who the hell this guy is. Oh, my God. No, you can't have Billy Dibram. See, there it is. There it is. That's the guy we were looking for. We we Remember, we started going to the rankings to find an equivalent Matthew Hatton for Ryan. And and and, and truthfully see, speaking. See, actually, I think, I think you're looking in the wrong place. No, but truthfully speaking, Billy Dibb is overqualified. He's a former world champ. But if Billy Dibb was given a vacant IBF title shot versus Ryan, we will feel the same way we felt when Canelo got a vacant versus Hatton. And the only reason I'm saying you're looking in the wrong place because I was actually going to tell you to go to the 130 pound to the super featherweight. Yes, because Matthew was brought up. Exactly. You know, he was a career welterweight, so mm -hmm. he was brought up. For the vacant out and uh, bro, I'm I'm looking. He he wasn't even like top ten in the welterweight rankings. So at that time, like going into that fight, he wasn't even. He was like the EBU champion, mm -hmm. but like he wasn't even in the top ten. Mm. So you got to find you a guy that's somewhere. So it would have to be Albert Bell. Overqualified. What he he number twelve in the WBC. Number six in the WBO. He not ranked anywhere nah, else. Bro, I'm saying he overqualified. Like before Matthew hadn't fought Canelo, he already had four losses. He already had been knocked out. <laughs> oh, Shockey Foster. Don't he got two losses? He been knocked and out. And a silver belt. He been knocked out. Yo, that's crazy how they just don't even put his name no more. There's now his O Foster. That's fucked up. You can't Google that. Oh shit. 
It does. <laughs> That's insane, bro. Fucking Google, you guys are taking over. How to do that? Two loss. I don't know, but two losses. No knockout. None by knockout. And they've been a long time ago, though. But that's a good loss. Samuel Teal, he'll, uh, if I click on this, I bet you Samuel Teal has either fought to a draw with Montana Love or this bro, is the fight my, that he should have lost. Bro, my, Montana my man's first loss uh, was to a guy named David Kirk. He had nine wins, 43 losses, six draws. You understand me? Then the next guy was David Clear. See, he shouldn't have fought another David, right? But he didn't get it. He fought another David. This guy was three and two. He uh, wins by TKO, right? Uh-huh. And then, so those are early on in Matthew Haddon's career, 02 and 03. Then he goes on a winning streak, loses by disqualification in 06. Then in 08, he loses by decision in 08. And then he fights Canelo in 2011 and loses by decision. So I think you need to find you a guy, 130 pounds, you mm. feel me? A guy in the division below in the ranking somewhere between probably I got it. I 20, got it. 20 to 30. Oh, no. He did that already. I was going to say to go. But he did that. And that was 35 anyway. And he was he was, he was he was ranked pretty decent somehow. Yo, listen. We not, we, listen it's not about that anyway. We're we, we getting caught in this web. It's not really about super-duper equivalent. It's more about, um, I think it was 50 Cent. Uh, I don't got the ball down packed, so I'm not even going to spit it. But, you know, it was a quick rebuttal, a good one from Ryan, and 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 a truthful one, mm -hmm. you know? And it's a, it's also what you said. It's a slow week. What do you want from us over here? It's a slow goddamn week. And, guys, week. I'm going to be— I'm Who's a, fighting? Joe Joyce. I'm going to be honest, guys. Versus Christian Hammer, and it's not the main event. Well, actually, I was seeing the weigh-in thumbnail. I didn't see Tete, so I don't know. Oh, it got elevated? I look, I don't know what the fuck going on. Elevation? I just know. Uh, look, guys, we have a very long day ahead of us. We got haircuts. We got uh, the bikini contest. Mm -hmm. We got Anuel tonight. Brr. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know. We got plus prepared to Houston. Plus, we did the previews and predictions yesterday, and we had uh, a great guest in Bones Adams. Man, shout um, out to Bones. He stayed for the callers, man. Yeah, and we had uh, Mark Maxayo as well. And, and and that didn't even do the normal numbers, uh, and that's because the title was Joe Joyce versus Christian Hammer, and, and that fight just isn't mouth-watering. You know, I had some people leave quite a few comments this week about uh, TBV not covering UK boxing. And this particular live fight chat has been scheduled uh, for a month already. Actually, not a month because this was just announced. Uh, but before that, we had the Parker. And, um, you know, we got the AJ scheduled definitely already, right? That's out for like August something. So it, we cover it. It's just... Uh, it's not jumping right now. Like, I, and I don't know. People will somehow want me to cover Tyson Fury. Like, is he fighting? Is he fighting? I mean, he's because you don't out. see me. He's, you, he's, you don't see me call, uh, covering every 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 Deontay Wilder headline because that's not what I'm doing. Is he fighting? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. Why don't why would I care that Tyson? Oh, do a show. Tyson wasn't accepted into America. So what? 
Martin Murray wasn't accepted into America damn near 15 years ago now. That's nothing new. You know what I'm saying? I'll do another show. Fury, the other brother, the one that doesn't even fight, wasn't accepted. Bro, for what? Like, that's not even, like, news news. You know what I'm saying? And uh, those are those are things. However, we can bring how, up. well, how, those are things we can bring yeah, up during a show. You know, uh, it's not whole shows. You know, the for example, like the uh, it's not whole shows. No, it's not. But for example, you know, we would talk about the Tommy Fury situation because now that puts the Jake Paul fight in jeopardy. In jeopardy. You know, uh, I just but we talked just, about that this morning, and I don't even know that I like understand what's going on. Right, like. I guess Tommy has accepted some sort of money that there's a paper trail because how is one Fury get the other Fury in jeopardy? And they're not even full brothers; they're just half brothers. So it's just like you know what I'm saying. I don't know. I mean, Jake Paul claims that this is just a ploy to get him to fight Tommy in the UK. What do you think? Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. I think it'd be big in the UK. Bro, the UK fans, I feel like, would try to shit on uh, on Jake Paul so bad. I don't know about all that, brother. You're forgetting that him and his brother did a pay-per-view. Wasn't Jake Paul on Logan's undercard for KSI? Yeah, he was. All right. That shit did 1.5 million pay-per-views in a sold-out stadium in the UK. Yeah, but K- As YouTubers. Yeah, but KSI is from the UK. All right. And Jake Paul and Logan... That's where that's where YouTube boxing birthed that first card. So what do you mean? I don't know that the UK fans don't like him. I don't know. So you think I don't think so. You think that it'll be like a, a pretty even split fan base out there for for them? That'd be interesting. I see? think Jake. I think Jake fans are global because you don't have twenty million fans just in America. You're twenty million fans globally, World, worldwide. Yeah, and uh, I think Jake's. I seen Jake and Logan's quality of Patreon. They got money, bro. You seen my live. I never had a live like that. That shit was 44,000 people watching live. And that's because of the amazing people that were in that facility. You know, everyone wanted to see. Those that couldn't get there were watching my live to see what was going on. And and there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he kept replicating that. He did it in Ohio. He did it in Tampa. You know, and then his brother did it in Miami. Like, I don't know, bro. I mean, shit, he did it in Miami. Who? Jake? Jake. With who? Uh, Anderson Gibb. Mm. He was on that card. Remember, uh, Boo Boo fought. It was, they they fought like it was a Thursday or Friday matchroom Mm -hmm. show, Super Bowl weekend in Miami. And, yeah, he was on that card against Anderson Gibbs. So, you know, Jake's obviously shown that he can do it across the country. Uh, I believe he can do it wherever the fuck he wants, truly. Yeah, but I wouldn't give home court advantage. 
You know, the dollar amount isn't worth it to Jake. My man's literally paying Lil Dirk a million dollars to walk him out. I don't even know. I don't even know that we have and this record. And this isn't coming from Jake. No, this from, is coming from Lil Dirk. Yeah, this Lil is, Dirk said that. He like, <laughs> damn. Like, when obviously when Tommy couldn't get over, he's like, damn. Uh, what are you saying? Uh, uh, this might have fucked up. Uh, this fucked up my the bag. I was gonna make an M off this. Yeah, to walk, to walk him out, to walk Jake out. So, so it's like, I I you know Jake's not here to to worry about little dollars. Like he gave his 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 undercard fighter a million. Like he makes more money than the average fighter, or right, like Floyd who makes hundreds of millions. Jake's makes multiple millions and isn't. Money hungry, so he throws that around. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna make ten. Fuck it. If I if out of this ten, I spend five. You know what I mean? To build myself, to walk out with little Dirk, get a little bit of that fan base. You know what I'm saying? He 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 be thinking, man. Marketing fucking genius, bro. No, twenty four uh, years old. I can't believe it. Shout out to uh and Ness. Obviously, you and I spoke off here this morning, but uh. Shout out to Jay Leon Love, who's in camp, mm -hmm. currently in Puerto Rico with Jake Paul. Hit him up. You know, uh, Jay's my boy. I hit him up because that's like, fuck it, man. We'll go to PR. Oh, and, in a heartbeat. And I'm like, well, shit, let me hit up Jay. I go to PR. I've been to PR multiple times, and it wasn't for boxing. <laughs> Imagine for boxing. Of course. No, I hear you, bro. I mean, but you also older. You've been on like two million vacations. How old were you when you took your first vacation? Actually, I was late, man. I was late. Oh, damn. So uh, I shouldn't feel bad? No. I mean, late for me was like, mm, I want to say maybe oh, three or four, maybe. So you was 25? I don't know, man. Yeah, you was 25. All right. Oh, three or four, I think. Because, yo, my uncle would invite me everywhere. Like my uncle made me, bro. I swear to God, like I, I I got lucky to have such a great uncle. He went to the Marines too, and uh, always in the fucking working out. Like if you see him now, he's still jacked, you know. Even even not working out because right. of the years of working out and shit. And uh, yeah, man, he just had a, a very expensive taste. And bro, that man got rich like three times in his lifetime, bro. He just he, he you know he he goes all the way up, all the way down, all the way up, all the and he's legit bipolar, like diagnosed and shit. Is that outside? Yeah, I'm gonna go try. The fuck? Jesus who Christ. who whipping up with the beats like that? God damn! They, they, I, thought, I thought that was a garbage truck at first. Then I'm I'm hearing the music in it. You hear? Damn! Shit. <laughs> Somebody got some beats yeah, shaking the yeah. whole fucking they building. Wildin', yeah. Oh, nah. there you go. It turned it off, see? Yeah, my uh, yeah, that's just funny, bro. I got so I got an uncle that was see. It's funny. I got like two uncles. You had them in one. I had them in like two. Mm -hmm. Cause I had an uncle that, bro, from the age of eighteen, mm -hmm. he was traveling out the country every year, mm. every year, Cancun. You know, Puerto Vallarta, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Colombia. You know, and as he got into his late 20s, he started doing, like, Bali, Aruba, 
Mm. You get what I'm saying? Always been afraid to go to Bali. See, man. and he like he likes expensive trips. But then my uncle, who I feel like I looked up to growing up and shit, but he was into the expensive lifestyle. Mm. And it was the same shit you said, Marines and and uh, bro, very. He was real strict, bro. That's the one I told you. Duct tape my hands to a bottle of Gatorade because I spilled Gatorade on the kitchen table. So so he duct taped my hands to the. You know what I'm saying? But I looked up to him because it's like. Damn, you got the brand. At that time, bro, he had a 96 Impala. When I was a little kid, mm. 96 Impala Black Cherry. That's why the other day I took the picture of it because I remembered it. Mm. Nice, bro. He lives in a right now $1.8 million home. Balling. You know? But he he's, he's like you. He did it from the ground up. He did everything himself. Well, he built the house? He built the house. Wow. Like, like, uh... You know, obviously they did. The, he hired somebody to do the, the 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 frame of the house and everything, but yeah, all the inside insulation, electrical, plumbing, flooring, drywall. Mm. I mean, yeah, everything. Hands on. Yeah, and the house is uh about sixty two hundred square feet. Yeah, inside. Inside. Wow. Inside. I mean, it is one point whatever. Yeah. Jesus. Inside. Where? Uh. Suburbs outside of Chicago. Oh, in Chicago. Yeah. Suburbs Jesus. outside of Chicago. Yo. yo, so we have no internet, right? Is this even working? Because I feel like I'm, my shit is down. No, my shit's no, going. No, it's going. Huh? Yeah, my shit's going. Let me see going. if I, I switch. No, I'm still on SPS1, but I have no service. Yeah, my shit's going. Okay. Yeah, 96 Impala. Bro, somebody's like, yeah, that was a beast. I got no, I got yeah. like excited. Let me tell you, I that was like the first car I was I was in love with as a little kid, and mm. it was because of my uncle. Yeah, I told him no service, no internet. That city, that city, that city. Got to visit Fiji, Dubai, uh, Sri Lanka, Try and SPS. Cambodia. Yeah, this the traveler voice. Not Ness is the traveler. I don't really travel. I've never been on a vacation. We got George right here who just came back from Miami. George did it quick and big. My man's went to uh, Komodo, spending 500 on dinner, some slight. It ain't shit. Tell him George shit. was here, you know. That's George put me to shame. That's just I've, it. I, you put me to shame. You weren't I've expecting never, me to say that. I've ne No, no, no. Listen, listen. It's not that I didn't think you would do it. It's just, you know, I feel like. Some people get caught up in, oh, it's memories. And it's like, is you really going to remember? So I think certain things, right? Like, like I can't remember what I did when I first went to Miami. No, but I, I don't know. I don't know what, like what food I ate. Did I go to Mangoes? Yeah. Was I on Ocean Drive? Of course. Did I hit the beach? Claro. You know what I'm saying? Did I go to all the clubs? Yeah. Do I remember what bottles I bought and what they cost? No. Do I remember what what I ate? Mm-mm. I don't know. See, you older. And I and I'm not trying to be funny. LOX, baby, living off experience. No, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm just like, I feel I sometimes I'm like, damn, Nell's got a bad memory, but I'm like, bro, you're literally like my pop says. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'm like, I now, it ain't a bad memory, let me tell you, because you see how I keep boxing on cap. What I'm trying to explain to y'all is as life goes on, these things that you think are important, they're just not. Nah, for sure. They're of just course, not. of course. You know what I'm saying? But see, I'm going to be honest. 
I'll do what George did any day. Like I'm not, I'm not and, saying, and, and I'm we not all saying, did. And I'm we not all saying did. So, any so day. So George's trip was my Atlanta trip, right? Like I had a layover. I've told you the story. I had a layover in Atlanta, and I'm like, man, two hours in Atlanta. Fuck that. I never been to Magic City. I hear Jay Z talk about Magic City. I hear Jermaine. All the rappers, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to fucking Magic City. That's right. So I changed the flight. I rented an Escalade. I had to buy weed. I had to go to Magic City. That's not cheap. You know what I'm saying? So what George did, we all do. But, but we doing I'm, it tonight. But what I'm saying is, is it worth it? Look, I do th- you really remember look, it? Yeah, I think I think if you do it, if, do you really remember look, no, it? Listen, 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 listen. I feel like if you when you work for your money and you do it, you get what I'm saying on occasion. When you actually like, all right, cool, I've worked hard. I can fuck off a couple hundred and have me a good time when I come to Miami. That doesn't even sound right. You see, why use that term? That 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 clearly shows that you know you're making a mistake. I don't I'll fuck off a few hundred. <laughs> Bro, I, f- I look at everything like you fucking off. Like, I, that's just me saying, like, spending money, but. Bro, think about it. He went and had a beautiful experience at one of the most beautiful restaurants in the city of Miami. One of the most famous restaurants. He actually enjoyed Carno. the He actually Carno. enjoyed the dinner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Straight Carno. But he If you live in Ohio, mortgage payment. I mean, bro, think about it. A vacation nah, I'm is fucking with a, you, vaca- a vacation yeah. is going to be a a house uh, you know, your either your rent, your mortgage, your car note, multiple of them possibly. So that's what that's what just comes with that. You know what I'm saying? Now, I just would have went to Mexico. That's just me. All inclusive. See, see, but then that goes back to what my our guy was saying, what our boy what? uh Mike what? was saying. What? Just gotta make more money. Facts. True, but till then, you have to know how to use that money. No, and I understand that, but that doesn't mean it's not okay. Uh oh, look at Giovanni. To live your life. He said, Is that Corvette worth it, Ness? Yeah. See, that's the difference. See, he got, he spent car payment money on food he's already shit out. There's not even a fart left of that food. It's over. (laughs) It's over. The vet's outside, motherfucker. Hey, hold on. Let me get to the uh, let me get to these super chats real quick. You know what I'm saying? It's a total difference. I'm trying Mike to tell Wilkins, you. Mike Wilkins, $5 saying, top of the morning, that's Greenwald. Good show last night. Y'all got to have Bones back again. Y'all the truth out there. We absolutely will. Shout out to Bones. Shout out to you. Thank you very much for that. We have Isaiah Guzman. He says, y'all got women rankings on the website? No. Sorry. But we do receive... The IBO women's rankings every month. Okay. Dr. Plans with a $2 super chat saying, didn't Canelo beat Trout at 22 to unify? Yeah, but that's not what he said. Canelo took shots at Ryan saying, at 20, I was already a world champion. And then Ryan just made everyone realize, hey, you cherry picked that world champ. Well, you cherry picked that world title. That wasn't a a worthy champion. He didn't cherry pick Trout. Oh, okay, okay, but he cherry-picked that. What the fuck? Who's at the door? Oh, that was so funny. All right, Jonesy with a $2 super chat saying, next time Danny spills something, grab the duct tape, laughing out loud. That will not happen. I promise you. 
I won't even let a girl. Up, I won't even let a girl duct tape me or, or tie me down. Nothing like that, man. We ain't doing that. R. Jonesy with another one saying, "All I heard was Dan was that Danny been spilling shit all his life." You're right about that. Y'all remember George? I'm not gonna lie, cause obviously like spilling shit is the same as dropping. But uh, I was like five years old, George, and we were still living in a two-bedroom apartment, right? So my mom had just had my little brother. First time, you know, I'm sharing my room now. And my little brother, I, I thought he shit himself, right? But he really farted. But it smelled really bad, George. So it's like 2, 3 in the morning. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to take him out, change his diaper. Like, I've seen my mom do it plenty. Bro, I lay him on the bed. Little motherfucker roll over, fall. Fall, fall on the floor. I think I was crying more than him, bro. I was so scared. I thought I had killed my brother. Oh, my God. So it was nuts, bro. I'm so nuts. we got to duct tape you to your brother. Is that the moral of that story? Nah. So you don't drop him? Nah, more of that story. I've just been dropping shit all my life, bro. Let's see. Uh, I mean, at my house, whenever we brought groceries in, my dad made it a point that we threw every single item to each other so that that way we get good at catching. He's the ultimate football coach, right? So like we're throwing cartons of eggs over 10 feet with just trust, right? So maybe you should, uh, you should, whenever you get a significant other, just be like, we're just throwing shit to each other until we get good at catching. No, no, bro. That's what I'm saying. I literally like bro in high school, I literally played, I played corner, and then on offense, I played slot receiver. You know what I'm saying? Which a lot of times... Which one did you play more? We played both ways, so... Oh, okay, okay. Like, yeah. So you weren't like a corner specialist, because that would just further prove your point. Nah, I wasn't a corner specialist. Okay, okay. I'm going to be honest, bro. I, I wasn't like a specialist at shit. I just... I knew the game, and I was, I was never the fastest. I was never the strongest. I just knew the fucking game. Um... Enough to play, but yeah, bro. Like, I didn't try to kill my brother. It's just some, you know, the shit happened. <laughs> he actually, my brother will actually, Lord willing, be here in January for his twenty first. And you're gonna treat him to the bro, Vegas what? experience, man. Come on, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm like so proud because to me, it's like my brother is doing so, so much better than I was at that point in my life. He's only twenty. Um, I was already living on my own, which he's doing. But yo, my man is literally an investor in the shop that he that he's working at. He literally just graduated college. He's a diesel mechanic. He's doing the damn thing. So, yo, so Brandon, me and Ness gonna take him to two dollar Tuesdays, and and we gonna we what? Gonna, your brother's coming out? Here? Yeah, if it's twenty first. When? January. Oh wow. Yeah, it's next year, bro. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's six months away. It's next year, bro. Six months away. <laughs> but uh. Brandon talking about how y'all miss my member chat. Um, why don't you do what producers do and text it to Bo? <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of crying in the chat. You trying to incite a riot over there, buddy? What's up with you, man? This is still breakfast time, guys. You know? Speaking of breakfast. Speaking you know, of. Breakfast. breakfast usually goes with breakfast of champions. You know? Shout out to... Kenichi Bear, our amateur, you know, champion. Not because he's won accolades in boxing, but because of the entrepreneurial ship that that young man has. 
So uh, we have just placed his link in the chat if you want to purchase a set of his multi-use beautiful gaming headphones. That's right. So you like how? You literally just put your mic, just stick it in the hole. Boom. Whoa, stick it in the hole, huh? Oh, I put it in the wrong one. But yeah. Oh, that's what she said. All right, now she... Boom. And you ready to rock and roll? Now y'all can do the little Fortnite dances and do whatever y'all y'all do. But then if you, you know going, you know who had those on yesterday, gym, if you going to the gym just to work out, or if you gonna be in the road with Ness and he just irritating you, throw these on because they are soundproof. So you don't even have to listen to shit, right? You don't even have to listen to shit. You don't want to listen to Ness. Boom, you throw these on. Good to go. You want to play some music? You want to bum some Manuel? Good to go. So these perfect, bro. And like you I know said, who had you, those on yesterday? Who had them on? Jalen Phillips. That's what I'm saying, bro. You got. They light up fighter. too. They light up. The bears light up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Set the microphone like the microphone bendable, adjustable, right? For y'all long neck motherfuckers that need it straight down, you can do that. <laughs> and for y'all narrow chin motherfuckers, right? Yeah, y'all can do that right mm. there. If you don't want it too cuff, you can separate it. Let it be a little bit away from your mouth, right? You got that foul breath. Don't want to melt this. You know, it is good material, but you still <laughs> want to take care of it. So that being said, head over. Link is in the bio. Them comfortable, bro. Yeah, they have a lot of uh, padding. I, yeah, I, I actually had my um, my pair charging last night, getting ready for Houston. For real? Yeah. Okay. They said shadow box with them, Danny. <clears throat> In the gym. They said nest proof headphones. I'll take ten, bro. They're needed. Literally, I didn't even know I needed them until I needed them. Oh yeah. Look at these guys trying to take shots at me. All right, let me go ahead and open up these phone lines. We you know, actually have our guest. Oh. Uh, our guest is here. <clears throat> JJ Mariano. Is he not in studio? JJ, how you not in studio, man? You was you just unmute. in Top Rank's gym, man. You got to unmute. Damn, you ain't take the ride to be in this beautiful studio. You're killing me. How many hours is it from here to Reno? Yeah. No, Reno yeah, like a seven-hour drive, bro. Seven? Yeah, Reno far as hell. What the I ain't going to lie. Whenever I go to Reno, I don't drive. I've never drove. I've heard how ugly the drive is. Why is it ugly? Well, so it's, it's just all mountains. It ain't shit. It ain't like there's nothing. There's literally but nothing. But people love to see the mountains. Yeah, but it's just like nothing. So if you don't want to make that drive, I've flown. Like when every time I've gone to Reno, I've flown. Jesus, seven hours. Bro, Frontier. So you... did you drive out here for that sparring? No, no, I flew. Oh, I man. Balling. flying much better. One hour. That's it. Bro, our flight, Frontier Spirit, you get you for like $60 if you plan it right. Mm. That's right. So, JJ, tell us, uh, how'd you get into this sport, man? Why boxing? Uh, boxing, I've grown up watching it, you know, uh, Filipino descent, watched, growing up watching, uh, Manny Pacquiao, uh, with the entire family. And, uh, it wasn't until college, uh, I was looking to get into MMA actually. Uh, I just like fighting, you know, and, um, the university boxing club approached me. One of the coaches, uh, said I had some talent and boxed for the University of Nevada, Reno for all four years, won a couple of national championships. And that was it, that was the beginning. Wait, 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 wait. So 
Are you telling me that the NCAA has a boxing program, or was that something that UNR was doing? No. So it used to be an NCAA sport, and then I think it was back in the 80s. Um, it They removed it as NCAA sport. Now it's called the NCBA. Mm. Okay, so basically you would go up against other schools in your weight class or how would that work? Because right. I've, I've never heard of it outside of like the military institutions. And uh, that, I'm, that, I'm familiar with UNR a little bit. That's why I'm asking. Gotcha. Yeah, no. Um, so we actually competed against military schools. It wasn't just uh, uh, military schools. UNR. JJ, back up a little bit. You chopping your head off. My bad. There you go. You yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, UNR competed with those military schools. Um, also, you know, Cal Davis, Berkeley, University of Washington, they've all got their own boxing clubs up there. It's just the military schools that usually uh, they usually take the wins. Okay. It's it, it's funny because uh, we just had an, two amateur fighters from down from the state of Oregon, and they were saying how what inspired them to get boxing because they attend the University of Oregon that the University of Washington had a boxing program. So now, you know, it's funny that you're here a few days later telling us that that's how you got into the sport. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, uh, University of Washington has got a great boxing team. I mean, I'm still uh, friends with a couple of them. Fought uh, one of their guys, James Porter, and was a regional Golden Glove a couple years ago. Okay, okay. So... You get done with college, you get done with that. So do those fights count as amateur fights? Correct, correct. So oh, okay. uh, uh, college boxing is uh, essentially a novice. It's like a novice division. So, right. okay, well, I mean, but you're still building up your amateur record. So it's not like, you know, the fights don't count towards that. You're at least still building up the amateur record. So what was it like for you once you finished up college and, you know, obviously that's, you know, you're done boxing at that point. So then, you know, what was next for you at this, at this moment? So after my fourth year of college, um, I wanted to continue. I mean, I felt as though my journey wasn't done. Uh, I went uh, and competed some open amateur tournaments, started out with uh, the Nevada State Golden Glove back in 2017. Uh, I won that, uh, won the regional Golden Glove and then went to the National Golden Glove. I lost in the semifinals uh, back in, I think that was Lafayette, Louisiana. Okay, yep. Okay, okay. So yep. where you at? Where are you at with things now? Obviously, you're coming down to Vegas. You're flying in for sparring. So things must be going pretty well. Um, where are you at with things in your career? So right now, I mean, I've had almost 365 days of inactivity since my last fight. I mean, I'm up in Reno. I mean, there's there's really not much going on up here. So, uh, I mean, going down to Vegas, looking for opportunity, you know, going where I can, going over to Sacramento for some sparring. I mean, it's kind of bare bones up here. But uh, right now I'm just trying to uh, make some connections and, you know, try to hop on the next opportunity. So this last fight that you had with Omar Rosario, um, how'd that opportunity come about? Oh, uh, I got approached. I got offered that fight. And again, I mean, I was in the same boat. I had a, a long time of uh, uh, just hanging out, doing nothing, no fights. So uh, when I got presented with this opportunity to fight Omar Rosario, I knew he was good. You know, who, 
Who who presented it to you? Uh, Terry Lane. Okay. Uh, okay. Lane. Yeah. So Terry and Tommy Lane have been working with me. Uh, there's some. They're Reno locals. Yeah. So they hopping back from Vegas to New York, back to Reno. So yeah, yeah. They used to work with the Floreses a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, yeah, they've been hooking me up. I mean. Everything that I've been doing with boxing, professional boxing was, uh, I've been getting hooked up by them. So they, they give you this name, Rosario. Do you not check who he is? Because right off the bat, he's Puerto Rican. So I'm, yeah, I'm expecting yeah. him to have a left hook. Um, wh wh why do you take the fight? You don't look like you're in need. You're not driving from Reno to Vegas for sparring. So why you take the fight? Uh, I took the fight because I was desperate for a fight. I just wanted to fight. That's all I want to do. But if you knew you weren't ready, why, why would you be desperate to get in there if you, you said you weren't training? I didn't say I wasn't ready and I wasn't training. I thought you said it was hard to get work in Reno. It's hard to get work in Reno, but I'm here out here traveling to Sacramento. I was running. I mean, I was in shape. I mean, I was okay. working with everything I could in Reno. So, I thought, so I you thought were I in shape? Work. Yes, I was in shape. Okay. I was in shape. I the best shape of my life. But, you know, he, he, was, a good, he was a good boxer. You know, he's a better fighter, better man won. I wouldn't mind seeing him down the road later on. <laughs> what what was it? What, what what was it about him? What did what did he do well? You said he was a good boxer. Was it the jab? Did, was it the movement? No, it was his timing. His timing, timing is almost perfect. I mean, I'm fast. I mean, I don't know if you're able to watch any film or anything. No, I watched you spar. I can't off top. I don't. But the day, I don't know if you remember the day that I recorded you. If you can remember that day, then just tell me. Who you sparred that day? I did watch you. I know okay. you're good. Uh, that's why you know I wanted to get more information on this particular uh, loss. Yeah, yeah, appreciate. It. Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm I'm quick, but I was trying to use my speed to overpower him when he has timing. He's got his distance down to a T, and every time I would try to come in, I'd get popped. Hmm. So hmm. you know, and I didn't even stick to my original boxing game. Like I'm, I'm a counterfighter. I fought on the outside. I don't know why I was trying to come in. Was this so. on the Legends card, the the Sons of Legends card? No, no, no. It was on that uh, uh, in a way, in a way, Dos Marinas card. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, over at the Virgin. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's why I asked. Okay, okay. So right now, nothing on the docket. You're just working. Yep, just working, just staying ready. And. Is that normally the process? Just awaiting or or does Terry, you know, check in with you? Like, how do you know when it's time to go? Isn't no, that frustrating? Checks, uh, it's extremely frustrating. <laughs> it's extremely frustrating. But, you know, he checks in pretty regularly, you know, and it's a two-way two -way street for communication. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, now, I'll reach out to him if I'm itching and then he'll reach out to me if he hears anything. Now, are you, you're not contracted to him. He's just helping you out. Correct, correct. So so do you try to find your own fights? Because, you know, America's pretty big. There's fights in oh. Florida every day. Atlanta, oh, yeah. you know, Tennessee. There's a lot of places where they're fighting every day. Yes, that is true. And, you know, I, I have little to no experience in this game. I'm trying to learn as much as I can. I mean, that's why I'm going down to Vegas, going to Sacramento, meet, making those connections, meeting up with some promoters, you know, talking to other boxers, seeing what they're doing. You know, sure. I want to be successful in this sport. You know, it's the career I chose. So what's keeping you in, in Reno? Because obviously, uh, you know, Vegas is a fight city. 
the the work that you need is here. The connections that you want to build is here. What's keeping you in Reno? You're you're like so close, but so far. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, not making any promises, but you might see me down there a little more often, a little more frequently. You know, this uh, last trip down there really opened up my eyes a little bit. So, what was it about the trip? If you don't oh, mind being specific. Oh, no. No, no, the amount of work down there. I mean, I got a few connections down there, at a few different gyms. I mean, thankfully, I'm at the top ranked gym, too. I have a connection there. So just being able to be exposed to that kind of work, you know, these different kind of fighters, these different level of fighters. I mean, there's levels as a sport, you know. Up here in Reno, I'm the top level. Down in Vegas, uh-uh, that ain't the case. Mm-hmm. So I need that, you know. I need I need to push myself. Iron sharpens iron, you know. Totally agree. I got some callers from our listeners. Some I got questions. Yeah, I got some questions from our listeners. Uh, first one is coming from Ruin of Five Hundred Four. He says, "Talk about the mental hurdles one has to overcome in coming back from a devastating stoppage." Was your stoppage devastating? Because we don't have any tape. Oh yeah, yes, it was. It took it took me a while to get over that. Mm. I mean. Even once I once once the stoppage happened, I come back home. You know, I I was met with nothing but support. But in here, uh, um, all I could do is just and, go and, back. And, and obviously, this is a video, but also audio podcast. So you're pounding your chest, you made in your oh, heart. Uh, it was different. Yes, 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 yes. What 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 specifically changed or 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 felt different about what you did? You feel timid moving so, forward. Yes, I felt extremely timid, you know, in my head. I was wondering, you know, is the sport really for me? Am I good enough to do this? Yeah. Um, I had all my doubts. Um, but this, this is this is what I know. What got you, know? you back on the horse, man? What, what, what so, made you climb through those ropes again? So I, I kept going to the gym. Um, I Then that's when I started looking for better sparring. I started going to Sacramento. I'm traveling a little bit. I'm, I mean, Carson City is only like 30 minutes away, getting work with uh, a couple of pros out there. So I started working with better people, uh, better boxers. Not saying the guys that I work with here locally aren't good, but um, started working with better people and realizing, like, you know, I am good at this. This is what I need to do. This is what exactly what I want to do. Oof. So here we go. My, my boy's over here playing the the, the replay. So it, it, it's the left hook that got around, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. JJ, I wanted to ask you. Uh, that came late in the fight. That was a you know yeah fourth, fourth round fourth and of last. a fourth round fight. You know, yeah. for you, what has been your biggest takeaway? I know that may sound like a cliche question, but what has been your biggest takeaway from from the fight? From this last fight, the biggest takeaway, probably don't don't push anything. Don't rush yourself, you know. With uh, my my type of boxing, I exploit opportunities that I see. You know, in that fight, I'm, you can tell over there I'm pushing the envelope. I'm trying to be offensive. I'm trying to move forward until I get rung, and then I'm on the back pedal. I'm moving backwards. So what I need, what I learned from that fight is just be patient. All right, wait for that opportunity. It will be there. The opening will come. Absolutely. So, JJ, do you think it's only a matter of work and the fact that you're, you know, that being out here would be better, or you think it's also trainer? Trainer, work, all everything. 
everything. I know every if I move out there or if, if I go out there, uh, more opportunities will present itself. I mean, I know world-class trainers are out there, world-class gyms, world-class fighters. You know, so I'm excited for that. Where are you so, from originally? Philippines. I'm born and raised here in Reno. Oh, born and raised in Reno. Okay. Oh. Well, okay. your parents are Philippine descent, you said, right? Correct. I'm, I'm first gen here. First okay. generation. Okay. I was just asking because I... I, I know you said you were going to you to school in Reno, but I didn't know that's where you're from. I, okay, I got you. Yeah. So, how exactly did you end up back in that ring, though? What you mean? Like, because obviously you said it was hard to overcome, you know, uh, inside internally. Yeah. So he's saying, how? What was the process for you? How long did it take? You know, how did you get back into the boxing gym? Because you know. You know, you yeah, said not a easy. knockout. A knockout can keep someone out of the gym. You know what I mean? So, yeah. how, you know, how would you get back in, and how long before you were sparring again, and and how that first sparring session even go? How'd that feel? Gotcha. So I took maybe two to three months. Two to three months off of boxing training. Sparring was maybe four or five. Um, my first sparring session. Uh, you could tell, you could tell I was uncomfortable. I didn't, I didn't have a feeling what I was doing. I didn't have my natural rhythm, you know, and it's, it's just something that. But what that brought you back though? What brought you back? Like, okay, your first sparring session, but what yeah. made you go there? Like, how did you know you weren't done? That's all me. It's all me. So inside. you just got up one day, like I, you yeah. just got up and said, fuck it. I'm going to the gym today after four or five months. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Okay. That felt as though my life wasn't, I wasn't doing anything with my life. Mm -hmm. Well, I do stuff with my life, but you know, it's just day-to-day -day repetitivity, the same old stuff. I wasn't working towards anything. Mm -hmm. So then, I don't know, fire got lit under my ass. Sorry, I don't know if I want you curse on here or not. No, yeah, of course. Good. All right, so fire got lit under my ass and I just told myself, yo, get your ass back in the gym. The hell are you doing? You're not doing anything. So now what does your family or your wife say when they see you grab the gym bag? <laughs> uh, my lady, she supports me fully, 110%. You know, I couldn't ask for anything more. Uh, my family, they, they, love, they love that I love what I do. They wish that I didn't love boxing, if that makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. you don't want to see someone you love get hurt. Mm -hmm. But they understand that I love it. This is what I was born to do. This is what I want to do. And then they support me for it. So I appreciate them. How um, how hard has it been for them? Because it's uh, I have actually Filipino friends who had certain dreams and their parents were, were like, well, no, you know, playing football isn't a real sport. Or isn't isn't a real job? Isn't a real? Isn't something you should be pursuing? Even though they had like college offers and shit, and I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, you know that you know your child can go to school for free, right? And but they, you know, some parents don't look at it like that. Um, how tough has it been with them? Uh, you know, it's been tough. It's been tough because you know, with Filipino culture, you're always pressured to go to school. You know, be successful um, academically, um, but I was always the rebellious child. And I I grew up fighting. Mm. You know, I grew up pushing the envelope. 
Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I did well in school, but I didn't follow no rules. Right, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. I got here you. Here we are. Yeah, here we are now. Here we are. The parents still love me too, so we get. <laughs> well, JJ, man, we want to thank you obviously for coming on the show. If you could give out your social media for anyone that isn't following you, can do so. Uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, we want to continue to follow your journey. You know, you got our information here on with the team. Whenever you're headed back to Vegas. Uh, please let us know so that we can be on hand and, and get some more footage and continue to help you build your build your profile. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, my social media is just my name, JJ Mariano. M -A so what does JJ stand for? Because I Googled it <laughs> expecting to find it. and I didn't see it. Oh, here we go. Now the whole world know my name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so my real name is Wilfred. Uh-huh. That's what your box okay. rack says. Yeah, yeah. So that I'm sounds so Latino. Uh, <laughs> I was named after my father. My father's name is Wilfredo. Ah, uh, that's even more uh, Latino. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, JJ. You know, there was a from, great boxer by the name of Wilfredo Benitez. Wilfredo Benitez, great defensive boxer. Love mm -hmm. watching. Um, but JJ came from me not being, not liking being called Junior. Okay. I didn't like that inferiority right there. So. Here we are. Junior changed to JJ, and it just stuck. I think I was four years old when I picked my own name. Wow, it definitely yeah. stuck because it's on Google. So you 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 made a stick, baby. Well, uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, we look forward to seeing you back in the gym. Shout out to you. Shout out to Frank. And uh, yeah, man, appreciate it, JJ. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. All right, brother. All right, Bo. Uh, if you could give me that alleged member chat message from Brandon that needs to be read. In the meantime, do we have any super chats we got to pick up on? I think you stopped at Dr. Plans. Um, no, we plum, not. Plum, nope. Plum, plum. nope, 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 nope. We got a caller on Blog Talk. Yes. And if anybody else would like to call in on Blog Talk, you guys know the number to call. 425-569-5241. Press 1. One time to let us know that you would like to speak. Mm -hmm. And for those who may not want to call in, you can also um, join us on Discord. Join us on Discord as and well. And listen to us live without any delays. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash The Boxing Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. So when we come back from Houston, which will be like the ninth, Yes. There's going to be a lot of new stuff. We'll probably be in the new building by then if everything goes well. Um, and we're going to be bringing back that, um, all these gloves. We have so many gloves. We've kept getting autographed gloves to give away to you guys. Shirts, just gloves, shirts. hats. IBO sent us so much shirts and so many hats. I mean, there's so much stuff to give you guys. It's just we need uh, to start the... You know, process once again. Bo's going to be helping with that once we get back. We still very much need an intern local here in Las Vegas. Um, you want to want to learn the ropes of how to run a live show and be part of the biggest show on earth? Hit us up, man. Hit us up. I'm going out the MMA champ here. What's up? Hello. Can you hear me? We do. Yeah, I wanted to uh, see something about the uh, 
I wanted to say something about the Tommy Fury thing. At the end of the day, people don't understand, right? You don't. There's no list you can look up to see if you can't go into the U.S. Right? You have to go, and if you can't get through, that means you know obviously you have to take a watch list or something, or you know something like that. Uh, I don't think he's ducking uh, Jake Paul, and I think Jake Paul, if he really wants to fight, I think he should accommodate Fury and make him UK because he'll be bigger fans. And with the uh, Ryan Garcia thing, I don't know why people are giving him so much hate for having an opinion, right? Yeah, it may be, it may be a little bitter, but he still has an opinion at the end of the day, but the man has his own opinion. And with the uh, Matthews thing, He's totally correct. I mean, you're asking, like, people ask, like, uh, Canelo fought, you know, some, like, uh, great guy to get his first belt. That's that's not the case. Yeah, I mean, Ryan definitely made that. He made public. that point, right. We got Oscar, sanitation worker, San Antonio. What up? What's up, man? What's up, Danny? What's up, uh, O'Shaughney? What's up? So, Ryan, 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 Ryan. So, wasn't Lomachenko at 130 and Ryan was at 135? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Ryan couldn't have fought. They couldn't have put something together with Bob so he could fight Beltran. So, he could have fought Linares. Or he could have fought whoever. Yeah, but those wouldn't be... Instead of... What vacant belt? When um, Beltran and um, the dude from um, Ghana fought for the vacant belt, remember? What? Remember when Beltran and, and the dude from Ghana fought for that vacant WBO? Yeah, but but that again, that, again, why would Bob help Ryan get a title shot? He's helping Beltran, who's his fighter. You there? We, we can't hear you. We've lost you. We can't hear you, champ. We've lost you. You sound very, very far, very lejo. Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? You're there, but you're far, bro. I don't know. Are you on a Bluetooth? Oh, oh. I'm on my AirPods. Yeah, they're probably dead, man. Better? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm on my AirPods. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, you know... uh. Oscar's worked with Bob before, right? They could have did that and then said, you know what? We'll bring him and Lomachenko to fight. You know what I mean? But that's it. That's all my call, man. Um, shout out to all my sanitation workers out there. Clean up the road. Y'all have a good day. All right. All right. All right. I mean, easier said than done. done. Why would Bob give another dude a motherfucking... Uh, you know, why would he give him a, a, a title shot? Like, Beltron is with him, not anyone else. Um, Do we have a second guess? That's a negative Ranger. That's a negative Ranger. Uh, All right. So, this means Ness GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Oh, wow. Well, uh, Ringwalk Danny on all social media platforms. We are the boxing voice on all social media platforms. Let this be a lesson to you that if you don't engage the show that you want to take you through your day or, oh, Ness, you got me through my lunch. No, no, don't go yet. 
If you're not engaging, this is what happens. We're out. You know, I got shit to do. Haircuts. You can, and I, I just, I just, I, uh, what's my man name? Fuck Caesar. Hit me up. He took the day off. We could hit the gym now. And I, I just want to go. Man. I just want to let everybody know this will be mm. our last. Uh, this is the last show in this studio. The last morning show. Uh, not just in the studio, but until oh, July. Oh, actually, actually, no. We got to come back fr- Saturday. Tomorrow, yes, for the fight chat. But I'm saying this will be our last morning show until July 11th. Mm-hmm. At least in studio. We'll, I'm sure we'll be doing shit in Houston. We'll be doing live, so stay tuned to the YouTube channel, even you podcast listeners. As we will be in Houston with Shakur Stevenson. We mm-hmm. will be doing live shows. We will be getting plenty it of will exclusive not be, content. It will not be your normal Sticky Paws produced audio, of course, as we will be live, uh, you know, On remotely, road, right. remotely, but... We will be bringing you live as much as possible, uh, and we will be uploading some Shakur Stevenson content. Um, yeah, so I got real Jose ninety seven. Who are ya? Who are ya? Who are ya? Hello, Jose. Hey, what's up? What's up, bro? You sound clear. Yo, what's up, man? I'm calling in from uh, Kansas City. I'm actually a new caller. Nice. Thank you, brother, for calling in. For quite a few months now, I heard y'all were leaving, so I just wanted to tune in and say what's up with you and Danny. Appreciate it, appreciate it, it man. Appreciate thank it, you, man. thank you. What part of Kansas you in? Shoot, downtown Kansas City. Uh, Danny, I'm the guy that uh fought Shushu back in 16. Oh, shit. oh, okay, okay. The yeah, I remember. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. okay, I got you. How you stop fighting? Yeah, uh, life, man. Damn. <laughs> I hear so, you. Man. But I knew a lot. I know. How old are you? Guys out here. I'm 24 now. I'll be 25. Bruh, you're still months. young, bro. You're still young. What? You it's too you don't like the training or what? Nah, I mean, I've been training all my life since I was a kid, so I know what it's like, you know. I know the dedication and the sacrifices, so So you saying it's, that's why you're not doing it cuz you know it takes a lot of dedication that you don't want to <laughs> put in? I'm I'm just, just trying to figure out cuz if you you know. I just, I just, the way I see it is you're either a full two feet in or you're two feet out, you know? For sure. For sure. And now I got a family. I got a newborn now. So mm, congratulations. So yeah, but, uh, I got, I mean, I just wanted to reach out and say what's up to you guys. I got a couple guys out here in Kansas city that turned pro too, that they're pretty good. As you guys might be hearing about them soon. One of my teammates, his name's Jorge Carlos. He's one and oh now. He beat uh, Fernando Vargas Jr., Ryan Garcia's little brother, mm. a couple other guys in the amateurs, too. I, I used to train with the Davidson brothers, too. They were both on the USA team. Nice. They're undefeated right now, 152, 141. So is there a couple guys I wanted to shout out? No, absolutely. For sure, man. Bro. Put them in contact with us, man. Put them in contact yeah, with man. us. I mean, I'm a... I'm going to see if I can talk to him. Maybe I can get them on the show, you know? Hell yeah. Maybe I can get you guys. I don't know if they'll go out there, but maybe I get you guys with like a live chat or something. You know, they got some stories for y'all. For sure, champ. So. Thank you for the connection. Yeah, no worries, man. Shout out to y'all. Keep doing your thing. Let's do it. The great one. What's up? Omar. What's up? I am the great one. Has come back to TBV. What's going on, Ness? What's going on, Danny? What's up, bro? Not everybody knows what's going on. 
so listen, I've been listening to the show, man. Great show as always. You don't need me to tell you that. But uh, when I saw what Ryan said, because it's funny, I saw it on Boxing Scenes page, and the comments were full of people saying, oh, but look at what Canelo's achieved, or yeah, but look at Canelo's resume when he was 25. But listen, none of the comments, right, and there was plenty of them, but none of them addressed the facts that Ryan was spitting, which yeah. is, you know, the fact that he fought a guy in Canelo fought a guy in Hatton who I was listening to the show earlier and I think you guys said the equivalent of Ryan Garcia at 135 is like the 12th ranked guy or something like that well we were saying we were trying to find because Matthew Hatton was a career 47 Mm -hmm. so obviously they made him move up so we were trying to find somebody in the 130 pound division ranked between 20 and 30 because Matthew Hatton wasn't even in the rankings at welterweight Mm -hmm. during that time so it's not like he was a top 10 welterweight that wasn't even the case yeah. But anyway, I mean, the point still remains, right? That, th- listen, uh, you know, a Matthew Hatton, who's a champion at 135, doesn't exist. And listen, look, for me, there's a lot of reasons to hate on Ryan Garcia, and I've got plenty. But we can't deny what he's saying. I mean, if he was to fight Devin or, you know, whoever's whoever's up there, it's a tougher fight. And listen, I hate the guy simply because he was his Devin's mandatory and didn't take the fight, which didn't make sense to me. But the issue with Ryan Garcia will always be people hate on the guy so much. They'll never separate him from what he says. But mm. lastly, listen, let me shout you out. Let me shout you guys out real quick, because I don't know if you know, but that interview you guys did with Akoli made big waves over here in the UK. Mm. And uh, look, I like Akoli a lot, right? But some of his interviews, I mean, he's not, he's not the most entertaining guy to listen to. But you guys bought the life out of him, man. So shout out to you guys, man, and keep doing your thing. And yeah, I'll be listening. Thank, Thank you, brother. Bro. But 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 truth be told, man, shout out to Akoli. Um, you know, because he let us he let us chill with him. So it, it makes interviewing easier when you you know know someone. You know, their their guard is not up. No, absolutely. And he let us watch him spar. And that's the beautiful thing about being able to do these in studio interviews is. You know, your relationship, your rapport is different. Mm-hmm. You know, you're able to develop a, a rapport in person that you, it's just not going to be the same via Zoom or over the phone. So definitely. Yeah, and I just want people to know there's nothing like this out there. You know what I mean? Like boxing doesn't have a talk show that you can come and, you know, get the publicity uh, have the right eyeballs on your fighter, your card, you know, yourself. Um, there's just nothing like this. There's no everyday sit-down show. Uh, so, you know, you need to preserve this. <laughs> you know, you need to preserve this. You have to hit that thumbs up. You have to share um, because that's the only way that we will be able to continue to to, to do what it is that we do day in and day out and give People like JJ, an opportunity, and Jalen Phillips, an opportunity. There's so many people that have grown on Jalen Phillips who otherwise they wouldn't. My man's like one and two Bro, and three or some uh, shit. You know what not, I'm saying? I mean, just fighters that we don't get. I mean, even us and, and, being and, in the sport, fighters that we don't typically get the opportunity to speak to, like a JJ Mariano, that we go to the gym, we see him spar, and we're like, okay, cool. Now we want to know more about him. A Christian Thun, who, okay, cool. We see him in the gym. Damn, who's this fucking Vladimir Klitschko looking guy, right? And, you know, so we get an opportunity to bring you guys content and look. Yes, we are privileged to have this beautiful studio to do these beautiful interviews. We are blessed. But at the end of the day, 
it's not we can't deny right now boxing is a little slow so what are we doing we're gonna go hit the road we're gonna drive down to houston go you know pay the unified champ a visit in shakur stevenson we're gonna go visit you know future heavyweight world champ jared anderson so we're definitely bringing you guys a content that as much as we can you know as much as, definitely not as much as we'd like but as much as we can for sure Absolutely. And just keep in mind, every single day, our YouTube channel is being updated with new content uh, every day after the show. Me, Danny and Bo, we hit up gyms throughout the city and uh, we definitely keep Canna uh, loaded with WeTransfers. So every day there's something scheduled to go out. Uh, so make sure you are not only subscribed right here to youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice, but you got that notification click. So you do get notified whenever, you know, we do drop new content. Um, but looks like we got two more callers. Roll Tide, true Roll Tide in Alabama. What up? Yo, yo, what up, what up, TBV, Ness, Ness, Ringwalk, you hear me? How are you? How are you? Everything good, man. Shit, smash the like button. It's free. Do something with yourself. I mean, I thought this was hilarious, man, to me. Because um, Ryan is going, Ryan don't got have a feels. He don't care. So he really going to, he really throw, just going to throw bombs now. Just like the uh, a caller said before, Canelo kind of got mad just because Ryan picked another fighter. That's kind of pity to me. But then you maybe not, you maybe don't think you're disrespecting somebody calling someone a kid. When we all need to just not call somebody a kid if they're not your child. After 12 years old, that person is not a kid no more, technically. I mean, so, in the eyes of the Lord only, she just, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, just don't call somebody a kid, man. He's a young man. He, you, you could say he hasn't accomplished anything, but I wouldn't say that either. I would just say, hey, man, focus on your career. Focus on getting the becoming. But I, oh, 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 Canelo has the right to say everything he said to Ryan because truthfully, Ryan doesn't have the right to talk to Canelo. Like you ain't done what he's done. It's the truth. He didn't talk to him in any kind of way. He, Canelo was mad. So he was responding to Canelo. Someone asked Ryan, "Who are you picking to win?" He said Triple G. Yeah, so and, Canelo, and and, and Canelo was saying, "Come on, man, he's just mad," which we know ain't nobody picking Triple G. Come Man, on, Ryan, Ryan, do you believe that, though? That's what I'm saying. Do you believe that? That's why I believe that's, that's the, he has the right to have an opinion, though. So but it, you it know it's not. But you, but that's what I'm saying. Like Canelo knows, I know, and you fucking know, Ryan is just hating. He's Bro, just sour. I know it was he ain't fucking I, I really know. picking. Yo, uh, he ain't fucking yo, really picking I know, Triple G. I know it was, it's different circumstances, but it was the same shit with the whole Errol Spence bet. We know damn well he wasn't picking Roly. He was just hating. It was it gave a lot of a Attention. pick me, pick me type of energy. You get what I'm saying? Like I got it. You I get what I'm it. like? We know he was hating he, on he Tank. Just, he wasn't really picking Roly. He just being an up. He just being an op, just just because because him and Canelo on the outs right now, so he being an op. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm not gonna disrespect you and call you a kid. Right, and you haven't done that, and just because you picking Triple G, I'm just gonna say, hey, that's his opinion. He got a right to pick Triple G. He need, he should focus on his career. And I can't wait. To, I can't wait. To, I can look forward to him becoming the world champion. Don't take shots and don't be immature yourself and say this man is a kid. He's he's just not. He does not. That's that's where you go wrong at. And then that's when you get Ryan to throw a bomb like the bomb he threw and said, 
I don't got a whoever he said that. Night. Damn, you consider that a bomb? I mean, don't get me wrong. It was good for me, good enough for me to do a show on it, but you calling it a, That's bomb. a bomb. That's a bomb. Wow. Look, at, look, look at the title. Look at the title. Hey, case in point, man. Shout out TBV. Smash the like button, man. Case in point, man. Look at the title. Shout I mean, out. Ryan. I don't know that it's a bomb. I think it was a... You know, I, I I just don't want to fuck up the line, but I think it was Jay-Z or, or 50 had said some shit like, slick enough to take your words and spit them back at you. So it's like, that's how I took this. That's how yeah, I took this. Yeah. Like, like Ryan was slick enough to hit him with some, with, some, with some facts, you know, but that's it. At the end of yeah. the day, Canelo went on to unify with Trout, undefeated, who beat Cotto, then went on to fight Mayweather, lose, beat Angulo, win, and beat uh, Laura, like a, a dangerous fighter that, that, that beat Paul Williams, and, and judges got fired indefinitely because they robbed him. Like, I, you know, it's, it was just cool for Ryan to be that sharp. I was showing y'all he's sharp as a tack, but that's it. And you know this is a social media area. So I mean a social media area. Yeah, and that's why that's why I brought it up because he's doing good. These young men gonna be these young guys, these young these youngins, they're gonna be fast. The Devons, the tanks, they're gonna be real fast. So Canelo need better leave this alone. Canelo better leave it right here. Because we don't know what we don't know what skeleton Ryan was next. You know he was in the camp. So we Canelo better leave. So right I tell you this right here. This this what I was I received. He said uh, I spoke to Ryan Garcia and he said that he don't owe Eddie Reynoso nothing. And if he did, to show an invoice. Also, he said Eddie only showed up for two weeks at camp and that Canelo should stop speaking for Eddie and let Eddie speak for himself and stay out of my business. Ooh, hey, hey man, you better stay out there, grown man business. Mm. There ain't no kid right though. Hey, you better stay out there, grown man business. For sure. That's what's up. Well, all right, champ. Let me get to some others. Let's see who we got here on Discord. It's looking like Hawk in Maryland. What time is it? What time is it? Hawk in Maryland. It's Hawk time. Hawk. 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 Where you at? Alrighty then. Moving on to... Oh, that caller dropped off a of Discord. Alrighty then. Going to Blog Talk. Alright. My name is Nesta Gibbs. Arrivederci. Peace. Ringwalk Danny. We out. <laughs>